Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of the Awesome Algo podcast. Today's guest is Ahmed and he is a front-end engineer at Hippolabs, the team that is behind the ParaWallet and of course uh, Tinyman uh, and many other interesting things to, to name uh, a few. I would also of course mention Tealish that was announced by CTO of uh, Hippolabs uh, Fergal uh, back on the Cypher last year. Uh, but today's topic would mostly be around the recent um, release of the web version of the ParaWallet. As many listeners in the Algo ecosystem may be aware, um, Para was initially transferred to a different team. For, uh, initially, the, uh, the product was named as Algorand Mobile Wallet. Then there was a transfer of ownership, and it has been available on mobile platforms for a while now. Hippo is uh, doing a nice move by also introducing a web version for that. So Ahmed is here to talk about the journey that the team went through with the implementation of the platform and to just say uh, a few things in uh, Turkic languages for our guests. So uh, once again, merhaba, uh, or as you would say it in Kazakh, salam alaikum, and you know, podcast ka khoshkelindis. And floor is yours, Ahmed. Let's start with the biography. You know, um, what would you say were the first areas of computer science that really sort of caught your interest? Uh, hi, everyone. I am Ahmed Burayitar. Uh, I am front-end developer at Terra right now. Um, I am from Turkey. Uh, and I started this area with writing with Java. Uh, with learning at school. Uh, during the part of the pandemic, uh, I was only writing Java and I was doing backend projects. Uh, then I started to deal with frontends and frontends start to feel more than others. And I tried to develop open source projects with uh, frontend and JavaScript. Then uh, I applied uh, frontend internship on Etipo and I met with Algorand here. I have been working on Algorand projects in Hippo for about two years. Uh, I have also worked in projects like Algorand governance before. Uh, I am currently working on pair projects mostly. Uh, that's, uh, that's all about me. Interesting, interesting. So what, what, what would you say about um your education in computer science uh, are there any interesting angles on how it shaped your background and like general goals in the industry uh, right now i am currently working uh, at the same time uh, i am both studying and working actually uh, i am senior computer engineering student at gaz university ankara turkey and computer science usually referred to computer engineering in Turkey generally. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to study computer engineering because I have been very interested in computers since I was a kid, most like most children. Mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do in this field. Uh, while I was studying, I chose the front end and I am here now. <laughs> and I hope to graduate. Easier from my school. 
nice nice it's uh certainly you know uh, uh i could imagine the amount of uh interesting activities that you're involved with uh, with, with while also you know contributing to hippo um but speaking about algorand specifically since this is uh, a podcast that is mostly oriented on the algorand ecosystem to highlight prominent projects here um could you Tell us and our listeners a little bit about how did you first learn about that blockchain and you know what was the the thing, the spark that sort of <laughs> drew you to the technology? Uh, to be honest, uh, I didn't know much about Algorand before Hippo. Uh, however, my entry into Algorand ecosystem through BitHippo was quick because in my internship period, I'd worked on Algorand governance and I learned a lot about Algorand here. Uh, then I worked on the Original Sony project for a period. Uh, if you don't know Original Sony, this is an NFT project based on Algorand blockchain. Uh, at this time, Para was mobile wallet, and I didn't involve Para yet. After that, uh, I started working with Para uh, with uh, Para Explorer and SA verification. And uh, right now, as a Para, we are currently developing many open source projects in web area. Nice. And yeah, okay. So I guess you sort of uh, also covered the kinds of uh, projects that you are working on the Hippo Lab. So <coughs> I guess at this point we could sort of start leaning a bit more towards uh, the deep dive on the pair of web uh, the, the, the pair of web wallet so as an entry to this section then um i guess it would be nice to also hear your own like personal definition of uh, a web3 wallet so if you were to define uh in your own generalist terms what what web3 wallet is in general uh, how would you describe it for you know folks who aren't familiar with this notion uh, by the way, uh, we are uh, working on different projects at Tipo. I want to mention it before. Oh, sure, uh, sure. Yeah, feel free. Feel free three bullet. Uh, we are developing some open source projects as a front-end, Tipo front-end team, like React UI Toolkit and Create React, Am Re React App Template. Uh, these are, are actually uh, projects uh, we are using in our own projects and people can use that as well and uh, that's all about the projects on Hippo. Uh, we can go with a three old i see so 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 i suppose it's some sort of uh scaffolding setup that you could quickly uh deploy and have some sort of starting point for a uh, for a d app yeah yeah I see. we have I see. Yeah, template for it. Nice. <coughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's proceed. Um, in your own terms, how would you define or what would be the definition for a Web three wallet in your own words? Uh, I think Web three wallet is software application uh, that allows user to interact with decentralized applications uh, on Algorand blockchain mostly. Uh, we have a different chain but uh, we are on algorand blockchain right now uh, 
and user can manage their assets uh, such as algo and other tokens built on algorand network with this wallet uh, web3 wallet provides uh, users with a unique algorand address and private key mostly and pitchan is server sending receiving and storing cryptocurrency and Web3 Wallet may also include other features such as uh, ability to view, manage smart contracts and interact with decentralized exchanges and participate in decentralized finance DeFi applications like Tinyman. Uh, currently, there are multiple wallets in Algorand ecosystem. Most of, most of them continue uh, as either mobile wallets and or web-based wallets. As far as I know, uh, VR Para is only the product that offers both mobile and web wallets based wallets on Algorand ecosystem, I guess. So in this case, I, I briefly mentioned it in the beginning, but could you also walk us through the evolution of the Para wallet, you know, from the origins, uh, when it became Para wallet uh, after the Algorand mobile wallet title, and of course, um, you know, the events that led to the introduction of the new web-based version as well. Um, Para wallet uh, has significant has significant evolution since it began beginning originally it was official algorand bullet developed by hippo in collaboration with algorand and launched in uh, 2019 uh, in february 2022 i guess hippo took over the operations and partnerships and integrations while continuing to design and develop the mobile apps and infrastructure uh, rebranding it's as Paravolut. Uh, today, Paravolut is the most popular Algorand wallet and core partner to other products in the Algorand ecosystem. It's a commitment to open source development and close engagement with the community. With the new name came a fresh look, but the team's commitment to open source development and being a core partner to other products in the Algorand ecosystem has remained and unchanged. Uh, the Paravolutes team is dedicated to listening to community and building features to bet that benefit to benefit users and successful projects in the space. Uh, we are listening our users' Discord all the time. Uh, we are very active in our Discord server. Uh, in the addition to evolution from the Algorand wallet, Para has also been working on contributing to ecosystem security with SA verification program. Uh, I am working on this program, by the way, and developing cutting-edge NFT support, NFT support, and launching Algorand governance NFTs, and native swap, swap integrations with Tinyman and Para Discover, and the brand new Para Web Wallet. Uh, these features and initiatives have all been designed to provide users with a seamless and user-friendly experience while interacting with the Algorand ecosystem. Nice, yeah, thanks Thanks for uh, a nice overview in there. So talking specifically about the web version, then um, what would you say are the 
main advantages of that version compared to the mobile app and what was the general sort of you know reasoning uh, behind also introducing um, a web version was it purely out of uh, let's say uh, the need to get a higher reach to your audience because of course web is certainly something that is accessible through most electronic devices uh, these days so i suppose that could have been one of the factors but yeah would be interested to hear as well on um, the sort of the motivation behind this um i think uh Bullet has uh, some advantages compared to mobile wallet like uh, as you know, bugs can be found in the most software projects. Uh, how hard we try to um, these things never happen, but unfortunately they can occur occur in some cases. Uh, even though we we develop quick solutions as a pod teams on the mobile side and on the uh, web wallet side. Uh, in sometimes uh, it's reached to user maybe delayed due to story list in mobile site because they have to wait uh, like uh, Apple Store uh, approves it. Uh, our advantage on the Apple site uh, is that we can actually deliver these solutions to the user more quickly. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, as about teams, we try to solve our users' problem problems quickly. Uh, our biggest goal uh, on both sides is to provide a usable, simple, and beautiful interface for users. Uh, as a result, I think our main advantage is to deliver solutions to users, deliver solutions to faster to users. Uh, and Paraway provides users with an unparalleled level of control and security. With the both versions, users have full access to their private keys and manage their assets with the greater security and ease. Perez Perez web version uh, also opens up the world of possibilities, providing users with access to a wider range of centralized applications, uh, DeFi services, and NFT marketplace, as well as more detailed portfolio tracking and analytics systems. I see. So if we were to talk a bit more about the stack, because I'm pretty uh, pretty interested about uh, a bit more technical details behind uh, the implementation as well, could, could you go a bit uh, <coughs> more and describe some information about uh, the kinds of uh, front-end stacks that you guys are using for the web version, you know, the kinds of libraries or uh, as well as, uh, say, testing methodologies used in development of the web version? Uh, we are using React and TypeScript as a main stack in Webwallet. Uh, generally, we use our, our own libraries for UI like React UI tool, toolkit. Uh, we also use Algo, Algorand.js SDK for some utils in Algorand ecosystem. Uh, apart from this, uh, we use a few more util lab libraries like DataFNS. Uh, this is for formatting uh, date values. Uh, for those who want to see more details, our project is open source and can be examined in detail. Um, to, uh, 
for testing, uh, we have uh, great create team. Uh, we are working with them all the time, and we are uh, write some unit tests in uh, front end side uh, and back end side. We uh, we give a lot of imp importation to testing process in Hippo and Para. And for uh, that's all about spec and testing. How about uh, things like, uh, say, quality assurance testing or end-to-end -end testing? Uh, I wonder if there are some interesting uh, ways in which you guys are applying, um, you know, validation of actual user flows and things like that. Uh, our QA team is doing end-to-end -end user testing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, they try mo both mobiles, apps, and web-old version. They try uh, on all of the browsers in web-old, and they try a lot of uh, mobile phones on for mobile world. And yeah, we try to test all of the things and all of the environments in Hippo and Para. I see, I see. Maybe uh, just as a... Side note, I'm sure you guys are also uh, actively involved in the ecosystem as well, but uh, I uh, recently did a contribution to um, a repository called Use Wallet, which is something that the folks at the TXN Lab uh, behind the NFD domains maintain. And uh, essentially, I mean, it's, it's a wallet aggregator using React hooks, but uh, the contribution I did was adding a mnemonic wallet that allows you to basically easily automate, um, well, interactions and uh, simulate user flows using things like uh, Playwright from Microsoft or uh, things like Cypress or, um, well, of course, Selenium. So um, perhaps just, you know, as a, uh, as a note in case you would uh, ever start dealing with automation, uh, I think flows like that should be pretty easy and straightforward now with, uh, uh, with technologies like usable it basically um, but yeah let's uh, continue a little bit on this front were there any particularly you know interesting stories or in regards to the implementation uh, or what were I would say the most challenging things uh, I suppose web version is completely separate code base right I, uh, I believe you guys have a native implementations for iOS and Android, so I suppose Web Wallet was something that perhaps reused something from those implementations, but it's a completely separate code base. So I could imagine that there was a lot of interesting challenges there as well. Uh, I think I faced with a lot of challenges in this uh, in this process. Uh, the most challenging part for me was the connection with the mates with the centralized applications. Uh, we use our own open source project for it, uh, Paraconnect, and the, the centralized applications can use both web wallets and mobile wallets by using this library. Uh, one of the biggest challenges in this thread was to create a package that could be used by all the decentralized applications. Uh, we used 
to web components for creating connect, which has not been used uh, by our company before. And I tried to learn web components and uh, we did paraconnect with web components in the end. Uh, the second challenge for me was the transaction flow. I work on it. As you know, uh, there are many decentralized applications in the Algorand ecosystem and they all have uh, different transactions types, different transactions mostly. Uh, when you make such a wallet, uh, you should display every transactions correctly, uh, but you don't have too much to do for test it. Uh, because you currently do not have a chance to test in a live environment. Uh, with that, with what we have gained in this process, we have been developed decentralized applications example works with Paravolut. Uh, here you can, in this uh, example, yeah, you can find you can find examples from different centralized applications and multiple transaction examples like uh, uh, different transaction type uh, like asset config or uh, asset transfer. Uh, I think we did a good job here too. Uh, these are some challenges I faced. Uh, I have a lot of very good teammates and I think they have challenges as well. But end of today, uh, I think we did a good job as a team. Nice, yeah, and I mean, after trying out both mobile <laughs> and uh, over the past, uh, well, pretty much since I started exploring Algorand and uh, recently after trying out WebVault, yeah, I especially would like to outline the uh, the user experience and uh, the work that you guys put behind design. Uh, so as the next question, I was also wondering if you could uh, tell us and uh, you know our listeners a little bit about uh, the design flow, like how does, uh, let's say, a design implementation from the team at, at Hippo that works on the design gets discussed and then flown into the actual implementation by uh, <coughs> you guys that work on the front-end side. Uh, we have great product team and design team for it. Uh, our product team creating wireframes for our flows and uh, product team and design team decides how uh, UIs can be and we involve this to actually we involve this uh, this process too and we create uh, a beautiful UIs with product team and design team our design team is experienced in Algorand ecosystem because they worked on Algorand wallet uh, before Paramobile wallet and they worked on Algorand governance uh, they worked on Tinyman they worked on a lot of Algorand ecosystem projects and uh, they have a lot of experience about user experience on Algorand ecosystem and uh, they are creating and they are creating uh, beautiful UIs and challenging challenging UIs for us. Sometimes we are uh, struggling with uh, creating their design in our front-end system, but uh, it was fun in every, uh, every challenge is was fun in this process. And 
I suppose you guys uh, rely mostly on Figma for things like that? Yeah, we okay, use Figma mostly. Yeah, and, uh, there's a really nice ecosystem there of uh, you know additional plugins that also simplify the conversion from the uh, designs into into actual React components. Uh, but I'm sure you guys are also um, on top of this in this regard. Um, so, looking into the roadmap in regards to the Web3 version of the Para Wallet. Uh, What's the future roadmap for you know both mobile and the web version look like? How can people interested in contributions because everything is open source? If you want to see uh, how a button is implemented in the interface, you could go on GitHub and uh, essentially find information about that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, if you could share some information, that would be great. Uh, looking ahead, uh, Parabolut is set to make uh, significant improvements both on mobile and web platforms uh, with a focus on streamlining to user experience. The first development set to be released includes new on and off ramps options and NFT aggregator. Uh, for on and off ramp options, I am working on it and uh, we are working on it with my teammates, uh, and this will be uh, good integrations for uh, applications and wallets. Uh, uh, NFT aggregators uh, will simplify the process to buying, buying and selling NFTs, and as well as make it easier for users to manage their digital assets. Digital assets uh, in the near future, Para will also adding the portfolio balance history and account backup service, further enhancing with wallet capabilities. Uh, and people can contribute to Paravrush project in several ways, uh, including uh, by reporting bugs and suggesting new features, by participating in community discussions, and by contributing to uh, open source code on GitHub, uh, whether you are developer or just passionate about the Algorand ecosystem, uh, there are many uh, ways to involve and help make the Para even better. Uh, actually, we are all about community here. Uh, that's why you can find us on Discord, Reddit, and Telegram. Always eager to engage and chat with our members. Uh, our team is dedicated to fostering a strong, vibrant community, and you can find us regularly online, especially on our Discord server. Uh, don't be shy. Uh, come say hi and join the conversation in our Discord channel. Nice, nice. So... From my side, like I would certainly also make sure to include the links to both mobile version on Android, iOS, and then the references to the web version. So with that... Uh, uh, they can reach these links from app. Oh, okay. Yeah, if, if there's any additional specific links you would like me to include in the description of the episode, uh, uh, just, just let me know after, um, after we finish with the recording. Um, but... Okay. Uh, since we sort of you know went over the main questions in the, in the section i still 
like to use a bit of uh, time as we have um, to ask some a bit more, you know, open questions uh, in regards to the Algorand ecosystem in general. But one of those <laughs> particular things uh, I was also wondering on is um, regarding the ASA verification uh, program that you guys have at, at Para, which I think is also a um, generally back in the days, I recall this was one of the first um, proper attempts at finding a procedure or, or trying to standardize some sort of procedure for creators in the ecosystem to come in and actually validate uh, their projects as, as part of, uh, you know, some sort of non-formal compliance to eliminate potential um, malicious players or people who would who can potentially scam and, and, and things like that. Um, how, how, how did the program change uh, over, over the past years? And uh, are there any plans to further sort of strengthen the or, or further standardize the, uh, let's say, asset verification process with folks from Algorand? And uh, I'm also aware that there is a similar verification process on um, Algo Explorer by Rang Gallery. So I was sort of wondering if uh, multiple players in the ecosystem, including Algorand himself, uh, have some uh, some plans in regards to further solidifying this. Um, I am not sure about the uh, next things uh, came to uh, SA verification program, but uh, we are starting to implement uh, some, we are trying to, uh, implement decentralized applications verification to our wallets. Like uh, if we know this decentralized applications name and logo, we will show this in our web wallet. And we try to uh, decrease our users' uh, uh, security thoughts with uh, doing this and uh, mostly that's all about the essay verification part i am not sure about what uh, what will come but uh, maybe one day thailand will inform us better about this in this podcast maybe uh, that's all uh, that's all about my side i see and since since you know you yourself uh, are a front-end developer i also have a few um, sort of open-ended questions in regards to front-end development specifically within the domain of web3 so given your experience with front-end um, what would you say are the main aspects of front-end development within the context of decentralized applications and front-end development in more traditional Web2 environments? Um, I think there is a lot of difference in Web3 and Web2. Uh, I mostly uh, face challenges in World Connect implementation in Web3. We don't have this in Web to web to uh, applications. I think for me, most challenging part is uh, World Connect. 
because it can be faced a lot of issues in World Connect part. Uh, they changed their implementations and they released V2 version of Bullet Connect. We tried to migrate this in our Paraconnect site because we are using Bullet Connect, uh, Bullet Connect protocol in Paraconnect for connecting connecting with mobile apps, uh, uh, web applications, web application doesn't use uh, World Connect. Uh, we are using some uh, messaging protocols between tabs for it in Paraconnect site and Webfold site. And uh, I think this wallet issues and wallet related things is uh, mostly different parts from Web2. And, and that's all. And to expand a little bit more about a few things you mentioned in regards to the future roadmap, uh, one thing that caught my attention as well is uh, you mentioned that there is also plans for a service that would allow you to back up your wallets, um, which is, well, it certainly sounds like an interesting premise. Um, any chance you could uh, shed some more high-level details in regards to... Um, how how does the feature is going to work and whether it's going to be available in both web and uh, mobile versions? Uh, I didn't understand the question properly. Can you try it? Yeah. Uh, Can you repeat it? When mentioning uh, the future roadmap, uh, I believe you mentioned that there is also uh, a plan for you guys to introduce a backup for... Um, for the accounts so sort of uh curious how uh you guys are going to have um, this feature available whether it's going to be both a mobile and the web version and uh, i'm also curious on you know whether it's going to be something that each new user or existing user opts in by default or it's going to be something that you know you you can optionally enable if you want to because i suppose there would be some interesting ways to um make sure that the the access to the wallet is secure that the private key is securely backed up and things like that so uh, I'm, cu I'm curious on how you guys are um, planning to have this feature implemented actually uh, this is on our roadmap right now uh, our backend team is working on this uh, we have experienced backend team on algorand ecosystem uh, we have a lot of Experienced uh, developers like experienced uh, persons like Fergal and Yit. Uh, they are working on backup uh, service right now. Uh, I am not sure about the implementation details because right now is backend work working on it. Uh, I am not sure about on front-end side and mobile side right now, but yeah. Uh, we want to uh, we want to release this new uh, update for uh, our users as soon as possible. I see. I see. Yeah, would would certainly be a nice feature to have, and uh, would be curious to see uh, some information on 
the approach in regards to the implementation, but that's a question for another episode, I suppose. Um, so moving further away uh, from the discussion on the web wallet, unless, you know, uh, I, I know we sort of went through this on the high level and the intent was mostly to outline the main information about this new release. Uh, unless there's anything else you would like to add uh, in regards to the web wallet, we can uh, proceed to the next session. Um, we have a lot of things uh, built. We have a lot of new features for web wallet in the future. Uh, like uh, yeah, we want to implement the account detail page and mm -hmm. we released uh, uh, we release NF domains features this week. Uh, we, now we are supporting NF domains on sending assets for sending assets to another account. Uh, we have a lot of new features about private bullets and stay tuned. Nice. If you guys have any generalist hooks that uh, you find useful across different products that you built, I uh, just wanted to highlight the uh, the awesome uh, hooks repository I did a couple of weeks ago. Currently, there's only um, hooks that allow you to do a quick lookup for um, metadata from the NFD servers and a few helper functions, but the intent there is uh, to let anyone uh, contribute if... Uh, folks would eventually want like a nice collection of you know generalist tools and helpers and i'll be adding a few additional things over the couple uh couple of next months so all right let's uh continue to advise us for software engineers um and before i sort of ask the final recent question to the podcast in regards to advices to upcoming engineers uh, i wanted to ask a few more specific things about dev tooling i don't often ask this on the podcast when we do deep dives, but um, was also curious on uh, sort of the common to go IDEs and tools that uh, you guys use for the front end work. Um, what's, if I may ask, like what's your ideal coding setup for developing in TypeScript? Um, uh, we have a great React AMP type complete with uh, TypeScript. Uh, we have a lot of ASLint rules and uh, styling rules in our code base. Uh, we try to write cl clean projects and uh, show users clean code base because we, uh, our projects is open source and everyone can mm -hmm. uh, contribute this. And uh, Oh yeah, uh, but I guess in my case, I'm uh, more interested in sort of your personal preferences towards the tooling uh, that allows you to, you know, develop and build things uh, efficiently. So things like IDEs, or you know, um, you mentioned ESLint, but uh, what's what's your sort of uh, preferred dev environment? I would say, uh, like VS Code or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, uh, I am using generally VS Code, mm -hmm. Visual Studio Code, but uh, I I saw new uh, editor released by uh, Intellish Idea. Oh, you but mean uh, WebStorm? JetBrains, JetBrains, not WebStorm, but mm -hmm. Clit 
uh, new editor released by uh, JetBrains, like VS Code. But oh, I think you know. Pro- yeah, I think you know what you were talking about. Uh, Fleet, right? The I think they're still in preview, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's a c- competitive offering from um, from the folks at JetBrains. Um, all right, so I guess. Sorry, there's one more additional question I wanted to ask before we proceed to the final one. Uh, Just give me a few seconds. I will scroll this up. What are your um, what are your general thoughts on the very, very rapidly emerging market of AI tools that assist development? Have you tried playing with things like uh, GitHub Copilot or Perhaps you know, trying to build some sort of or reuse some sort of um, language model to speed up development. And what are your like general thoughts on this? Uh, generally, I used ChatGPT uh, in my school things, not for job things. Uh, sometimes I search for uh, my homeworks. Mostly, I use ChatGPT for it, but I am using GitHub Copilot in my coding process, and this helps me in some function declarations and some uh, code duplications. Uh, this, I think, this is a good features, but in AI process, uh, AI will be. Uh, uh, AI is very new for us, for all people, and we will see what will happen. I guess the interesting tool that I might also suggest uh, per- personally that I find very useful for Python and TypeScript and anything dynamic. Um, and I believe they recently got acquired, but I uh, suggest checking out this thing called uh, Pony Code, which is basically um, a plugin for VS Code that you can enable. They also use a language model, and with a single click, you could essentially have a stub and parameterize a unit test for you. So it basically, I know that you could do this thing with GitHub Copilot as well, but uh, that particular integration is optimized specifically for unit testing. I found it very, you know, helpful for cases when you quickly need to have a general coverage uh, with unit tests in the code base. Um, but yeah, it's a very exciting and uh, I'd say very emerging market at the moment. So curious to see how it's going to be developing. Um, so moving on to the final part, uh, what advice would you give to software engineers or let's say in your case, uh, front-end engineers who are interested in developing uh, on Algorand blockchain or just generally getting into uh, web tree space <laughs> ecosystems? Uh, I think Algorand ecosystem is a very good environment for new entrants to this field. Uh, we have many sources in this area. Uh, one of them is Algorand developer portal. Uh, this continues to develop by Hippo right now. Uh, people can find many useful, useful resources related to crypto and Algorand blockchain here. Uh, at the same time, there are challenges 
here and people can both learn something and can win NFTs here with uh, try to solve challenges uh, for students like me. Uh, my advice is follow the internship applications of HIPAA, uh, one of the strong com companies in this field. Uh, here they can learn a lot about both, both for their fields and algorithms during their internship period. Uh, there are also many open source projects in this field. Uh, I think people can also learn something by reading and contributing them. Uh, as in every other field, uh, following users, following useful resources and contributing to open source projects uh, is the best thing they can do, in my opinion. And yeah, as, 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 as mentioned in the many of the episodes that uh, is indeed a general consensus when it comes to different advisors that, uh, yeah, in most cases, when it comes to developments, practical applications of it are usually the fastest way to learn something. And with that, uh, I'd like to thank you very much uh, to, to join this episode in the podcast. And I'm always happy to have folks from the Hippo Labs. I think you guys have... Uh, certainly built a very, very uh, promising ecosystem. And uh, I wish you all the best with, uh, with the roadmap. And uh, once again, thanks for joining this episode.